Hi, thank you for joining us for episode 20. I'm Charlotte Wood and I'm podcasting to you from Sioux Falls, South Dakota, the Bondek Montessori. Um, we recently have been in lots of conversation about Bondek culture. We've had in-services and internal conversations about what makes us so special. Spring is a wonderful time of year, and with it often comes some self-reflection. We're not quite gearing up for next school year, and we get to have some time to reflect on what has been going well, and what do we want to improve? How can we improve systems? How can we improve personally? We noticed a common theme is that we are always trying to improve as an organization. One of the things that links all staff members from leadership to newest staff members is that we all strive for personal growth, personal and professional growth. And it's also one of the things that makes Bondek unique. We create this safe place for people to try out new roles when we've had teachers moving from new staff members to assistants to returning to get their Montessori training um, or to try out new systems. How can we work to improve lunch or how can we work to improve getting ready to go outside? But we're willing to try things and then to reflect honestly on, was that effective? Did that help? Did that help the children or the families or us as a team? Um, and if it didn't, should we return to the old way of doing things? Or should we try for a new alternative? Or should we try it again and see if what went wrong was simply trying something new and being new to things? But there's not that discomfort that comes with the willingness to ask the question, what if? What if we tried to move the couch around? Or what if we tried to line up children to go outside as they're ready instead of waiting for everyone to be ready? This often corresponds to work in the classroom. We're looking for ways to improve office things, looking for ways to write the perfect email to a family, or looking for ways to keep our inventory organized so that we can most effectively keep the right items on hand at the right time. And that corresponds to how we do things in the classroom. The way we develop new grace and courtesy lessons are based on a need. We don't notice, oh, children are sneezing. That's too bad. We figure, oh, well, I noticed a few children sneezing. Perhaps it would be time to introduce a new grace and courtesy on what to do if you have a runny nose. Where are tissues? Are they in the right spot to make them the most accessible to the children? We run our own experiments like Maria Montessori did, figuring out, do children use them more frequently if they're at eye level or if they're at this table over here? We figure out what is going to be the most effective way for children to cover their sneeze. 
How many times do we need to give a grace and courtesy lesson before it becomes commonplace for children? And because children are learning perpetually and growing in many different ways, they're working on language, they're working on mobility, they're working on academic skills, they're working on relationships. How long before we need to give a gentle reminder about those grace and courtesies? But we don't notice things and write them off. We look at what is happening in the classroom, observe individual children, and observe the group dynamic, and see what, if anything, do we need to do to improve this for children. The most important part of that for the classroom work is improving things for children. Uh, we are not in the practice of working to improve things to make life easier in the classroom for the adults. This might mean we need to provide more Kleenexes as children are practicing the skill over and over, finding out how to use a Kleenex effectively, even when they don't necessarily have a runny nose. We all know children need to practice a skill independent of when it's actually needed in order to be confident with that skill and to use it effectively when it is needed. So what as adults do we need to do? Do we need to, as I said, provide more Kleenexes, have more on-site and in the classroom for children? Do we need to give grace and courtesies in large groups, or is it best to do them one-on-one? -on -one? We're not looking for ways to make our lives easier. We're looking for ways to improve the lives of children. This holds true across the board for all practices at Bondec. If we're looking to implement a new parent education, we don't set a theme based on what do we want to talk about. As staff members, a parent education is not aimed at us. It's aimed to provide data and a forum and an opportunity to ask questions for our parents. We have different questions as trained Montessori teachers than a parent might. And so we listen for questions that keep coming up, for things that might require more clarification. We prepare and present these topics and then reflect. Was that well received? Did parents leave saying, oh, I'm glad I know that. That's not something I knew and I was wondering about it. Is this something we should implement every year? Or was this good this year and perhaps next year we'll come up with different topics? The needs of the child are less at play when we're figuring out best practices for the needs of parent communication and parent education than are the needs of the whole family. Obviously, a child's needs are different than that of their parents. But as a school, our goal is to provide a wonderful, enriching experience, not just for the child, but for the whole family 
from their first interaction with our school, whether that be word of mouth from a friend or looking up their closest Montessori school or driving by our school. We always are looking for ways to make things better. We came up with a phrase that we like to use, today's perfect solution. And we think there's a lot wrapped up in that. It means that we're always looking for the ideal answer. What are we going to do today that is better than what we did yesterday? We're always looking for making things more perfect, more ideal of an experience for a family, for a reader of a blog post, for a child figuring out how to open the door to the bathroom on their first days at Bondec. But today's perfect solution also implies that tomorrow's perfect solution might be different. And that doesn't mean that today's perfect solution cannot be refined. We might have more data. We have things to reflect on that will allow us to improve in the future. That doesn't undermine yesterday's perfect solution. We're always moving forward, making the best decisions we know how with the information we have at the time. We're always looking for improvement, giving ourselves permission to make mistakes, challenging ourselves to grow, and looking for how we can improve ourselves and the lives of those around us. When we were coming up with what makes Bondec so special, and there are a lot of reasons that Bondec is so special, we came up with five guiding principles. And even when we were talking about these as a team, even when we thought we had them nailed down, one of them got a little different. One of them changed while we were discussing it. The perfect solution got even more perfect. And so we fully expect that these five guiding principles might change in the future, but today we find that they really hold true and that they drive us to seek growth for ourselves personally and professionally and as a school team. So in future podcasts, we'd like to unpack each of these individually to discuss what they mean And we'd love your feedback on what you think about these guiding principles, or do you have your own guiding principles that help filter out what today's perfect solution might be? But to give you a preview of what they are, the first is we're all learning. Number two, we can always improve. Number three, we communicate effectively. Number four, we create a culture of empowerment. And number five, we prepare the environment. We see these as individual principles. How can we live these out individually as a classroom teacher, as a classroom assistant, working in administration, but also guiding principles for our team. How can we work together to live these thoroughly? 
and also as a filter for decisions to determine what our observations and ways of looking for personal and group growth, how can we use these principles to guide our decisions? Thank you. We'll talk more next time.